0: Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. What is going on, friends? Brand new week, brand new podcast episode. What? We are back another podcast episode this soon. What is happening? Is the podcast back? I think it might just be I don't want to jinx myself, so I'm not gonna say. Uh, I, I'm just gonna say that we're we're back for today, all right. But hopefully, I can keep this trend going. Um, again, I am leaving for the feature film uh, in three days, so probably not gonna be anything for um, at least a week and a half to two weeks. Uh, so hopefully, I can at least get this episode plus at least one more out. Uh, for you all, all right. So today, what are we doing? Today, we are talking about how to light a uh two camera setup. Okay, and specifically, this is going to be a scene uh, from my recent um, short film, uh, A Drowning Heart. Right, so part two is already out. If you haven't seen uh, my Kickstarter to help fundraise parts one and parts three, I'll have the link in the in the show notes for you guys to check it out. Again, whether you pledge or if you share it, anything to do with just getting uh, awareness and eyes on my Kickstarter, I would definitely appreciate it. Okay, so that being said, let's go ahead and just jump straight into it. All right, we have uh, three frame grabs. For you guys and gals we have a two shot wide and then we have two over the shoulders so let me preface this uh through this day this was i think about a 10 hour day maybe a 12 hour uh, close to like an 11 hour day right and the first half of a day uh basically we're shooting the entire fight scene okay and that took about five hours we had to actually cut part of the choreography out and uh, just make up a part on the day right so that took like an extra yeah, half hour just to go through it. All right, so five hours into this day, I've only been shooting a fight scene. Okay, everyone's you know kind of tired and and I'm exhausted because uh, my my cinematographer was not available that day, so I had to fill in as a DP, um, as a camera operator for for some of this stuff. Right. Uh. Well, for the entire fight scene, I was I was the basically the, like the second unit DP for that. Right. So lighting, camera movement, all the blocking, all that kind of stuff, and having to know what the hell we're doing, story beats, action beats, all that stuff. Right. So five hours in, I got about another, you know, max five to six hours to shoot this dialogue scene plus another dialogue scene, okay? Not a lot of time um, for all that. So what do we do? I decided to make the executive decision beforehand, right, in in pre-production. um, Otherwise, this would have been a disaster had I just done this on the day, okay? Uh, I made that executive decision um, probably about two weeks before we were shooting to do um, multi-camera, right to shoot our uh, our over the shoulders um, and singles uh, at the same time Right, using two cameras so we shot on the fx9 and we shot on the red komodo and they matched really really well we used the sigma full frame primes for uh, the entire shoot as well as the 18 to 35 Um, i think we 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 mixed some diffusion like i had hollywood black magic a quarter and then we also matched it with uh, tiffin black glimmer glass like an eighth and a quarter just depending on what lens was in front of there Right. Uh so this first shot I believe was with the Komodo on the twenty-four millimeter Sigma. Okay, this is the two shot wide, right? I'm just gonna kinda go through this quickly so we can get into you know how how we light it. Right. And my um my my general intuition was like, okay, I need something really big and soft. Obviously, right? I'm shooting two people at the same time, same coverage. Um, I need something that I, I can I can, you know presents light to them and then shape it as best as possible right so you can imagine like if this is a um, a um, you know like a like a like a bar scene or a dinner table scene where you have two people essentially sitting next to each other looking at each other okay usually you have something upstage to act as your backlight and then you 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 know finesse it and finagle it however you want it to right so immediately if we look at this two shot wide um, I have two options, right? And you might imagine, ask yourself, or you might question, why would I look this way? Right? So uh, if you haven't seen the film, again, I would highly recommend you see the film. Uh, But behind us, we have a whole row of windows that lead into the front door. Right? I ask yourself, hmm, why not shoot the opposite way where you're naturally backlit and you can have a natural, you know, shadow side and then you have a natural key side. Things will look really awesome right and so my my answer to that is because after this scene we are uh we are pretty much closer towards the windows right we have another uh two camera setup right two camera shot and i figured hmm well i could do the easy thing and just have them both you know backlit facing towards the windows uh or i can at least you know change up the scene so that way things are a little bit different we're not always looking you know at, at that window Again, you kind of just make those choices, is it right, is it wrong? Who the hell knows, right? I just made this decision because um, throughout the rest of the of the dialogue scenes that we have with different talent, different actors, uh, we're pretty much facing the windows. So we're already setting ourselves up for success, right? I specifically made this scene harder for me to shoot because I just needed some variety. I knew, you know, 20 minutes in, it's like, I, I just need something to change it up, okay? And so that's why this, this probably lighting wise isn't my favorite just because we're 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 working against our natural backlit source right now. I have to create the light. It's like working with night interiors with no windows or even day interiors with no windows. You have to make the light yourself, which for me is something that I am not very good at. I'm decent at it, but there are people way better than me and I just try to learn as best I can. All right, so this two shop. What are we working with? We have natural light coming in. This is like midday. It's probably like one p.m. or something like that, right? We have natural light coming in. I have two eight by negs behind me, and I basically had my grips, uh, my grip and my gaffer uh, uh, move the the eight bys around so that way you're just getting like little pockets of light that are coming in, all right? So if you look at the back wall, you can see how there's you know light in between these. Uh, kicking bags and then it goes to shadow and then it goes to light and then it goes to shadow right so that's just moving the neg around so i'm just creating little little like pockets and layers of light all right and then what we have camera left is we have an 8 by 8 uh magic cloth with a 30 degree grid in front of it um and then i i, I think we had a forza that's why i, I wrote it on the uh, lighting diagram excuse me if i'm cracking my knuckles my knuckles are fucking just wrecked right now um i believe it was it, it was either the forza or a light map plus three one of those two, right? So something fairly big pushing through another big-ass piece of, of of heavy diffusion, okay? And that's camera left. Also camera left, we have another Forza 500 with the barn doors that are uh, creating those little bits of highlight um, across the trophies, right? Um, so another thing was like, you know, uh, that big-ass piece of like black in the back is essentially video village and where hair and makeup is, right? Um, I didn't want hair and makeup and I don't want us having to like move shit around every scene. I hate doing that. And if you're a crew member, you've been there before. It sucks. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna set a makeshift like a little a little back changing area and decorate it as best I can with a bunch of posters I got from Amazon. We put some trophies up in there. Bob Drunkle. We got we got Video Village hair and makeup. No one has to move shit. Right. But those um the the those trophies. I needed just a little bit of exposure on them, a little hint of highlight, not blasting it at like 100% where you know, now the trophies become the brightest thing. just need a little bit, right? So we have a Forza 500 that's dim way down, right? Because we're inside, we're able to control a lot of the light already with our 8x negs or 8x solids. So just enough with the Forza hitting those uh, those trophies. Now, up above the trophies on the white wall, um, camera right is also a huge row of mirrors, right? So, so also be, be cognizant of that. I have fucking mirrors to my right. Okay. Uh, but up on top of the trophies, we have, uh, three shelves with trophies and I have three, uh, Titan tubes behind them. I think we dialed them, dialed them into like maybe 5,000 Kelvin or, uh, 6,000 Kelvin, something just to kind of match the natural daylight that was already coming in right into up light have, um, have another layer of light. Okay, and then far camera left in the back corner where the bathroom is, you see there's like green tonality early on in the scene. You we we've established um, that that green that green area already. Uh, so that isn't just coming out of nowhere. Right. Uh, that is basically a Titan tube on a wall spouter way up high and we just have that, you know, dimmed down to taste. Right. Just enough to give us you know something else, something else in in this scene. Okay. So now that you know where we are in this two-shot, let's move to the first over-the-shoulder of our character, uh, Trong, right? And I, so here's the thing, right? To camera right, to Trong, right? And then if we switch to the other shoulder camera left uh, of Rebecca, we have our 8x8 of Magic Cloth. We have our 30-degree grid. We have a Forza 500 and a light map pushing through it. Okay, so here's the thing is when you have to shoot two cameras right in these like over the shoulders or even if they were singles, you still need something that is uh, at least upstage. Right. Um, Far enough and close enough um, to your to your actors where you can get the exposure levels that you want. Right. But the thing is, you can't just like, you know, point the fixtures directly at the um, at the eight by or the 12 by or whatever you have. You sort of have to almost. angle the light as if you were trying to wrap the light around right so that way you have uh, enough and the correct exposure on one person and then enough and correct exposure on the other person rather than just you know pointing them uh directly like perpendicular to to the rag you need to angle them as if you were trying to wrap the light around right now here's the thing right it is the reason why this isn't my favorite is because you can immediately you can immediately tell um just how sourcy The light is on both, on both overs, right? Uh, the over on Rebecca isn't as noticeable. It sort of looks like it's within the world, but you can still tell there's like, okay, there's obviously a fucking light there, right? On Chong's coverage, especially, you can see the light, the lamp was really close. And, um, the, the difficult thing is, again, you don't know what the talent is necessarily going to do or how they naturally act, right? So with Chong's character, very lively, a lot of emotion, a lot of, um, um yeah i guess like uh, just uh what's the word a very animated character right so you know he's uh leaning back leaning 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 forward lifting his shoulders up he's you know kind of moving all over the place right so some some instances he's he's further away from the from the source from the fixture and in some instances like in, in this frame grab i got specifically for you guys he's close to to the lamp he's really close to the lamp right now, I mean you can argue, okay, he is the brightest thing in the image, clearly, right? And then the the this like 50-50 split of degration is is okay. I didn't really want that, right? I wanted I wanted it to wrap around a little bit more. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if I if I wrap around a little bit more, then that totally affects the um the exposure for our other camera that's shooting the other shoulder, right? Um so this is something where you know maybe if you had another fixture i just didn't uh i didn't well i mean I had another forza 500 but the other thing to do right is if you wanted equal wrap is now you put another lamp overhead in between our actors right again still still up still upstage or, or middle for both of these people right and um you have it just so that way it wraps around right um unfortunately i only had one more other forza but i didn't have anything to I didn't have like a mini dome or, or, or like a, another another way to um, to diffuse the light overhead. Right. I could have used another uh, Titan, 2, but it was one of those things where, again, that's another thing you have to rig. Right. And I was just running out of time. So I said, OK, this is the best that's going to look for this. Let's move on because we still have another you know couple of pages to shoot. All right. Uh, so basically we have our eight by Forza light mat as our key source. Right. We have um, an 8 by neg behind. I think we only had one basically behind, um, possibly two. But you can definitely tell on on strong side, right, where the negs, like he's like really close to the neg. It's because of that 50-50 split from the key side to the fill side, right? Um, and, you know, in this case, it, it's kind of a give and take. You can say, well, you know, I, I could have added like a hair light or an edge light to him. I would have loved to have at least like an edge light or something on him. Uh, but again, it's one of those things where it's like, if you have the time, great, um, and you get it in the right spot, so that way it doesn't um, it doesn't fill in on the other shoulder that we're shooting, right? So these are the things that that you have to be aware of when you're shooting two cameras in these over the shoulder scenarios, right? It's like if you move or add or subtract one thing, it'll affect the other shoulder, okay? And that might be common sense, but for some of you, it might not be. Who knows? Right. So looking at the other shoulder we have, uh, we're looking at uh, Rebecca. Now uh, we can see that uh, the shadows are more opened, right? Her fill side is it's it's wrapping around more, but it's still a little flat. There really isn't a whole ton of shape on her. Minus, you know, the the key side that's sort of like getting into the corner of her eye, then towards her ear. Right. Um, And I, I honestly I think we did have like a Titan tube on her. That's just you know, bringing in just a little bit of light on her left cheek. Um, very, very like 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 low intensity, though, you know, um, and, and that's pretty much it. The, again, the neg is just getting it. So that way she's not being sandwiched with the natural window light. And it's one of these situations where, um, you know, the principles of, of, of photography still stay in place, at least for me. I'm trying to create a shadow side and I'm trying to create a key side, right? So in this instance, what I decided to do. OK, well, I want to establish myself on the shadow side. I want to shoot on the dark side. What do I do? I just put a neck behind me, right? Put a neck behind the camera and and maybe another one for my floppies or another eight by just to shape the light. So that way, at least even though we're shooting um on the flat side, we're shooting into um, the back wall right? there really isn't a lot of uh, depth right? It really, there really isn't a lot of depth. So she like Rebecca's uh, situation, she's, she's pretty much, you know, maybe like, a uh, like five or maybe like six feet away from the wall. So there isn't a lot of depth. It's like, okay, well, I have to find ways to make like layers in the back with these kicking bags, with these um, um, staffs that are on the wall in the back, right? Just to, just to help out something, right? And then for trunks over the shoulder i mean we really don't have a lot there could have been a little bit more there could have been a little bit more set deck but i i felt like it just would have been too distracting and and i really wanted this to be it's a very serious conversation if you watch the film all right so i i didn't want too many things back there but again it's like you know do you add like the little you know corporate interview slash in the back like do, do you do some some stuff with the gobo or source 4. um i didn't have a fixture like that on the day so unfortunately i just you no, I couldn't make anything happen with that. Um, I, I could have used the other of 500 and created a slash, but I was like, ah, just, it just, it felt out of place for this um, story beat that I was trying to tell, right? Um, let's see, what else? If I go back to this two-shot wide, yeah, I feel like the two-shot wide is probably the best out of all of them just because if, it feels the most natural and the most, and the most organic. There is... Um, at least multiple layers here, you know, um, her wardrobe, she has this blue uniform, which is helping her to stand out. Um, and the thing with Trong is it's, it's, it, you know, when it comes to these, these, uh, karate uniforms, there typically aren't a lot of options when it comes to, to color, it's pretty much either white, black, red, or blue. That's it. Sometimes yellow, but I was like, oh, I don't want yellow. Cause then yellow is just gonna be bouncing off of everything. Um, it was either pretty much blue, red, or black, so I was like, I don't want a white key for sure. You know, his character just wouldn't—he wouldn't wear a white key. and you know, he's just not that kind of guy. Um, And then our other character, Dylan, he had the red key, right? So it's like, well, fuck, the only other <laughs> color I have is basically black, right? So again, I, I'm just doing everything to make my life even just harder, right? It's like homeboys wearing black—we're already, you know, black behind camera. Um, What are we supposed to do? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like how how much more? uh can we offer in this in this moment so it's one of those 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 decisions you make and you and you have to um be okay with it and that being said you have to light it the best that you can right so uh, again tips for shooting um uh, two cameras right is just do your best to uh, to like in this situation i was i was making it harder myself right but let's just say and you can watch the rest the rest of the film has has at least two more examples where we're facing the windows right so you can see oh man this looks a lot better because you're already naturally back You don't have to make up the light right uh but this situation right if you're say you're 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 in a you're in a room or something and there's no windows you're like oh i have to make i have to create the light myself i have to create the backlight i have to create the upstage light for myself right hopefully um some of these some of these tips helped uh, in, in general you know if anything it's like You have your have your natural overhead plan that you're gonna do, right? With where the lights are gonna go, with the fixtures are gonna go, what kind of lenses you're using, um, what kind of filtration you're using, what camera are you using, you know? Uh, And then you and on the day when you're on the location or if you're in the studio, at least then you have um, um, you have that opportunity to say, okay, it's just go time, right? We just gotta make this happen. So um, again, for me, I I think it would probably if I do this again. I'd probably just try to add some kind of like edge or hair light to, to Trong. And I mean like they're, they're really, and again, if I, if I had an extra lamp, I, I could have, I could have gotten away with making Trong's over the shoulder uh, much more, much more polished, much, much more nuanced. And then for, for Rebecca's over the shoulder, I probably would have wanted just a little bit more neg on her fill side. Just so that it doesn't look like just you know, sort of one exposure level, because right now it, it it really does just look like one exposure level, you know, just minus that that camera uh, left side on her face, right? So again, you live, you learn, right? We're um, we're always trying to do our, our best to make the best visuals as possible, and um and and I think in this instance it's like uh, okay, the lighting it, the lighting is okay. It's it's not my best work by far. It's 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 okay, right? um if their performance is is better though that'll help to make up for the lack (laughs) the lack of lighting it it always does yeah i've been so amazed by how how great actors are and their craft and if you have great actors man like you can have a a pretty shitty lit scene and the acting just takes over right now that isn't that isn't a excuse to not learn and grow and get better at lighting right you should always be doing that but in this instance, where you're just like, man, I hope the acting's pretty good, because right now this is the best I got. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and that that is um that is yeah that, that's the best that I got for this instance. Um, but again, if you want to see the how we did it the other way, how you set yourself up for success, highly recommend watching um, part two of a Drowning Heart to see those scenes, right? Okay, if you have any questions, uh, let me know. Send me a DM. Shoot me shoot me an email. I will be more than happy to to, um, you know, help you out and support you in any way that I can. Again, please check out the Kickstarter. I will have the description in the uh, in the show notes. And please share the podcast with your friends, your homies, your homettes. We're on a roll. Let's fucking go. Let's keep it going. And I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye-bye.